Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Society doesn't want you to blame anything but yourself. It's a trait, not mental health. People out there is not going to understand you until you let them know. You definitely got to take into account your mental health. You have to tune into your own mind. Hey, what's going on? Your man casting over with another Black Man's Mental Health Podcast. Um, first, of course, you know I start every podcast by thanking you for uh, everything you've done for me. This podcast, the support, the love, everything. So, um, yeah, just check out Culture.Skin. The products are up. They're flying off the shelves. So definitely uh, I got to restock because our we're on some back orders on some stuff. But we um, we're, we're we're moving quickly. You want to uh, keep up with me? Go to castanovawilliams.com or societyentertainment.com. Download the new Culture Radio app, the network, 18 stations, various music, chat, podcast, connect, the community, and the app keeps growing. Now, what I'm talking about today, Um, when I was um younger, one thing we did was respect mothers. We we did argue with mothers when it came to their kids and what they said and how they viewed things. Um, we had high respect for mothers that raised their children. We never we never looked at a mother and told her how she think or how she reacted to things were wrong. Um, because that's that child's mother. So at the end of the day, I can't say nothing to a mother that birthed the child. You know, we don't have that right to tell a mother how she should view or how she should think about her child. But I forgot we live in a woke society today that people are allowed to tell mothers how to feel and what to say about their kids. That their sacrifice, their giving birth and almost dying at birth and and nursing and raising and taking care of that child does mean nothing when it comes to self-identity and how others view themselves. Now, with that said, because I know you're like, Cass, where are you getting with this? There's a woman out there. Her name is Angela Stanton. And she has a child and Angela Stanton, I believe she's like a businesswoman. She's done a lot. And she has a transgender son that identifies now as a girl. So um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, uh, maybe last month or whatnot, I don't know. The son or the girl, the, 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 the young lady went on the Jason Lee show and was just talking about how her his mother doesn't recognize that they're transgender continues to call them boy try to say that she wasn't there for him when he was younger her when he was younger and and that you know she's transphobic or whatever what you know so and and I'm going to talk about how that whole thing is debunked so then the mother comes on the show and one, she says she refuses to call her son a girl. Now, 
what we what uh, the the narrative they were trying to paint was this mother's a bad mother because she refuses to to see her son that she birthed as a girl. Now, she acknowledges she has several trans friends, gay friends in the LGBT community. She recognizes that everybody around her will view her son as a transgender woman. And she's completely okay with that. She doesn't tell anybody that they have to call her her, her son a, a, a man. She acknowledges that he even views himself as a woman. But she said, for me, a mother that birthed this this human being, that took care of this human being for for most of his life, that raised him, that, that sacrificed for him, she refuses to acknowledge and call him what she knows he is. She said that, the rest of the world can acknowledge him that she even know that he acknowledged himself that way. And she is completely okay with that, but she refuses for her to look at her son, the, 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 the child she birthed. That was a boy. She refuses to identify him and call him a girl. Now, everybody was in an outrage on the show, attacking this woman, telling her she's wrong. Then attacking her, she was like, I've been there. One of the, the clients, allegedly, allegedly, apparently she went to jail for two years from when he was three to five. And for the rest of the time, she was with him and raised him. So to me, because you was absent two years for whatever reasons, but from five on, yeah, you raised that child. There is no absentee mother with that. So for them to say that is ridiculous. Uh, they're just trying to throw stones at her for no reason. And Jason Lee and this girl, Blue Whoever, are getting on her and saying, you know, well, I'm going to acknowledge him as what he's and she said that is fine. You can acknowledge him as you want, but to respect for me. Respect me and how I view it. That is my son. I birthed him. I gave life to him and raised him as a boy. Biologically, he's still a boy. So he will forever be my son. But you could acknowledge him any way you want. But for me, respect me. I don't think that's crazy. I don't think that is something that's far-fetched. Now, if she was going on a campaign of telling everybody, no, you're going to tell he's a boy and stuff. I get it. You know, you know, that's a little bit too far. But as a person's mother. Right. See, what people don't understand is, yes, it is devastating for you as a person to go through a transition, to be in a body that you don't feel that you were born, that you don't feel that you don't feel attached to the body you was born in mentally or whatnot. I get that. That's a a horrific um, situation that is challenging. And that's a whole nother Another thing, but what people don't tend to understand is the people around them, like friends and family and mothers. I have a personal story. Years ago, I used to work with this artist and he became like a little brother to me. 
and uh, he was a, a pop star artist because I was in music for a long time. Very, he had like a huge following on Facebook. He had fans, um, and he was gay. We knew he was gay from day one. So at the end of the day, that wasn't a problem being gay. You know, that's who he was. When he finally came out to me about six months into working with him, I looked at him and said, oh, "I already knew." I mean, you know, it wasn't it wasn't anything. So. For two years, about two, three years, we worked together, had a lot of great success, you know, great songs, shows, everything was growing. He was a rising star to the point where Scooter Braun and labels were uh, hitting me up about this kid. Uh, he he could have been the next big thing with the following he had and the style. He had a crazy style like he would he would get this is back in the days before the style is one now, you know, he used to like put Legos together, put on a vest and look dope and have his hair in a dope way. I mean, he was just an artist, had a great singing voice as well. Um, so then all of a sudden at the height of everything, he disappears. Like literally dis- disappears. Like we can't, we're calling his mom. She don't know where he's at, blah, blah, blah. Just disappears. About four or five months later, pops up a woman. Um, now I'm not his mother. I didn't know him all his life. I didn't raise him or take care of him. I knew him for maybe a few years, but that was devastating for me because the the gentleman that I knew, it felt like that person died. It feels like the person you knew was close to is no more. And that person that you've known has literally died. But you still but but it's worse because even though you feel that person has died, they're still right there. And you wish and you pray that you could just that person could just be that person you knew from before. That is a tough and I went, it hurt me because the, that my little brother, the guy that I, I really loved as a little brother, wasn't that person anymore, was compl- somebody completely different, even though they were right there. Now, that's difficult. Now, I'm not negating his struggle and what he'd been through and the decisions he made that and that they weren't hard on him. So in no way am I saying that my struggle was was worse than him. No, not at all. But it is hard for a person that cares about somebody to now have to to know and meet this new person. Even and it's hard because that person's right there. That's like if you fall in love with somebody and you break up and you got to work with them every day and then you start seeing them dating somebody else. You know what I'm saying? It's bad enough that, you know, you lost that connection, but now you got to see it. It's hard. Now, if it was hard for me, for somebody that didn't know him, didn't raise him, was his mother, was it a, 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 a family friend for years, all that I've known for a few years. Now, if it's hard for me, right, with my limited uh, connection and exposure, how do you think it is for a mother that birthed that person? You know, I have kids and I couldn't imagine my son or my daughter coming in and saying I'm a completely different gender. Like it's one thing to be gay and and say your sexual preference and who you want to date because you're still the same person. It's like, all right, cool. You know, it's just who you want to date. But 
Now this person is a completely different identity. They are dressing completely different. Their gender representation is completely different. Now, I'm not saying that maybe that mother, maybe in time she will accept it, but you have to respect a mother's heartache and pain because she's going through grief. It's a form of grief. Like for you, that person, you may feel liberated and great and that's fine. But the people around you are feeling grief because they have to mourn who you was and the person they fell in love with and the person that they love so much. Now they have to mourn the loss of that person. So you may be feeling like you're being your true self, but see, they never knew your true self. They knew who you was portraying and fell for that person, got close with that person. And now all of a sudden, this is who you truly are. Like that's a more that's a loss. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Now that's just friends and family and lovers, but we're talking about a mother. And they sat on this show for about how long the show was bashing this woman, bashing her that she refuses to call her son, her or recognize that she's a female. And to me, it blows my mind. Now, let's put on top of that. This is a black mother with a black son. Now, never in the conversation, which I found interesting, did the mother ever say that she thought her son was wrong or evil or a bad person. She acknowledged his transition. She acknowledged what he's doing. But she said, as my mother, as his mother, respect me and respect myself. I birthed this respect the fact that I birthed this child, this human. I birthed him. I raised him. So at the end of the day, allow me to acknowledge him the way I want to acknowledge him, because that's my son. I I birthed him. I raised him. Respect me as his mother. And it goes to the culture of this acceptance without consequences. And what I mean acceptance without consequences is that people expect for you to live your truth and everybody needs to be on board with that automatically. They they you want understanding for you, but you don't want to give understanding to others. See, and that's the problem we have in our society today. It's okay for me to feel how I want to feel. It is okay for me to view things the way I want to view things. And I want you to automatically agree and be on board with me, but I can't give you the same courtesy. We can agree to disagree, but I respect that's how you view things. But no, you are attacked in this society where you don't view things how the masses may view it. And that's wrong. Now, I grieve for this mother because her defiance is not her is not malicious towards her son. Her defiance is hurt and pain. It's the same her and pain parent will feel when they raise a kid and they raise them with morals, but then they go to jail for murder or for thief or for whatever. You feel so hurt that I didn't raise my my child like this. 
I didn't raise my child to do these things. I didn't raise my child to be this way. So when a parent feels that it's not malicious towards the child, she's not trying to stop the child from living his best life. She is hurt because the child she birthed, you know, when you raise a boy or a girl, you have all of these hopes and dreams for them. And then when they don't do that, you got is grief. So this mother is really in hurt. She's mourning her son and she's trying to hold on to the boy she birthed while still trying to understand him and why. So she's trying to hold a piece of him, but everybody wants her to let it go completely and are mad at her because she can't, but it is her right not to, because that is her child. She brought that child into the world. So what is it going to hurt to respect this mother? She's not telling you that you can't identify her as him. Or him as her She's not telling you That you need to stop But she's saying Respect me Because they were like Oh her ma'am Her ma'am Well that's the way She wants to be dressed. And she's like I know that But for me Respect me I'm his mother But that's a hard concept That's a hard concept And I feel for her Because she's going through pain She's going through pain Because she's losing her son now, you could say she's losing a son, but gaining a daughter and stuff like that. But when you grieve, you don't you don't start to think about, about the possibility, the happy things of losing somebody. You don't start to think about the happy times. You start to think about I lost this person I love. And it hurts in the beginning. Who knows down the road? I mean, she's open. She knows a lot of LGBTQ community people, all that. So I'm sure that down the road, she will eventually get to a comfortability where she may address him by the pronouns that she uh, he she wants to be called. And that's fine. But you got to let this mother go through her process. You got to let her be a mother and let her go through her process. And unfortunately, we're in a society that don't allow that. You're supposed to accept it and you're fine. It doesn't matter what you go through for their happiness. You need to be uncomfortable. You need to, to make a, a, you need sessions, a concessions and compromises in your life to make them happy. And that's the problem of our society. This isn't only a transgender, gay, straight issue. This is a people person now that no matter what we do, it is okay. And everybody around us should make uh, uh, concessions for that. But when you ask them for that, no, you're wrong. You're evil. You're the bad person. And that's the problem in our society today. So appreciate you listening to this podcast. Yo, check me out, man. I download the app, the Culture Radio Network. You go worldwide on Google or Amazon. Download it. Commercial-free music. Also, this podcast is going to be on Minority Mental Health Station. Um, I'm working on getting different podcasts on there uh, regarding mental health because I think it's important. So I want to start a whole network and a nonprofit just for minority mental health. Um, so check it out on the station. All these podcasts. 
podcast will be up on there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, a week of mental health podcasts. All right. Um, of course, check me out, societyentertainment.com. Links are on there to everything from my books to my companies. Uh, also, you can also go to castanowoods.com as well. All right. Until next time.